0: tinfoil hat hey man where's hey the man. truth there dog tinfoil hat oh what the fuck are you guys even talking about are you
1: ready to
0: get your mind blown revolution will be podcasted and welcome to another another tinfoil hat i'm sam Tripoli. thank you guys so much for tuning in you know who i am you know i'm here to do uh, we have a we have a wonderful guest. I'm gonna bring him in two seconds. But I just want to talk to you guys real quick. We got some great shows coming up. That's right, October third at the Brea Improv. It is Sam Trip, an evening of Sam Tripoli and his weirdo friends. That's right, Sam Tripoli, his weirdo friends. I got Kate Quigley, George Perez, the Smash Brothers, Corey and Chad, and then of course everybody's favorite, Mike Tully. It's at the Brea Improv. October third, go to breya.improv.com and check that out. And then following that, super stoked, everybody. That's right, Tim Fall Hat with Eddie Bravo and Sam Tripoli are in Philadelphia at the PunchlinePhilly.com. That is a October twelfth at ten p.m. show. Tickets are actually moving on that. We're super stoked. And then October fourteenth, we're going back to the homeland. That's right, going back to where I grew up. six oh seven, the three one five. The tinfoil hat comedy night will be at the Funny Bone in Syracuse. Go to Syracuse.com, funnybone. syracuse.funnybone.com and come see Eddie, myself, and guess who else is going to be there? My mom. You can meet my mom and ask her what happened. Why did it go wrong? I'm working on t-shirts, everybody. Check out the Patreon. We're putting out some great stuff. I'm going to start uh, doing a whole bunch of of uh live streams on there so join that it's a uh, patreon.com backshot foil hat and the t-shirts guys coming up but guys uh please support the show uh the show is growing we've got some amazing stuff i got some people want to come and work on the show so i'm just going to get together a team to knock it out. I'm super stoked to have our next guest in. Uh, he's a wonderful comic. You know, a lot of times we hear the the term alt comedy. And I, I feel like that was hijacked by comics who weren't good. They just weren't good. And then they're like, oh, I'm an alt comic. I'm like, no, you suck. Okay? To me, alt comic is not trying to relate and just doing something totally different. And this next comedian is that. He's one of my favorite comics to watch. You could put him on after anybody and he absolutely crushes it uh he's so funny he's got oh let's see what he's got he's got a couple things coming out that they'll tell us about you guys can see his uh special which is called uh what is it called
1: appealing to the mainstream
0: and then you got your special uh digital series Poundhouse.
1: Oh, sure yeah it was Poundhouse. yeah
0: pound house coming out please welcome brett weinbach everybody all
1: right thank you thanks thanks for having me
0: no i i, I love watching you perform oh yeah i
1: know you know, uh,
0: I think you're probably one of the most underrated comics out there. Thanks. But I do think everybody thinks you're wonderful. You're one of the few people like, oh, yeah, that guy's great.
1: No, oh, oh, well, that's nice to hear, yeah. You know, I, nice. could,
0: I could put you on a show. You could follow Rogan and just annihilate. Sure. You do. <laughs> Where can they uh, find your special?
1: Uh, Amazon Prime. Appealing to the mainstream. Amazon Prime. It, was, uh, it used to be on CISO, and then CISO went away, and then it got re-released on Amazon Prime, so... Now you can see it. It's a lot easier to see it now. So see it there and you know, write a review if you like CISO it. CISO like
0: was the – let's say this right now. <laughs> CISO put out the best specials. It just – the problem was they wanted you to double dip, <laughs> right? They wanted you to pay for Hulu and CISO when they should have just made CISO the adult version of Hulu. So you see Hulu, you go, you see the NBCs and all that stuff, the clean stuff. You want to get a little weirdo? Come over to come over to CISO. Don't charge more. Just make it where you can see more adult content. It's also, it's just
1: hard to get a new digital, uh, pl- you know, platform off the ground, right? But, For sure. Um, but you know, it looks like all, most of these specials that were on CISO found a new home somewhere. So you,
0: Doug Stanhope, Joey Diaz, there's a bunch of great Brody. people. Yeah. Brody Stevens, mm-hmm. right there.
1: Yeah. No, there was. Those yeah. are the best. Yeah, so you know, support us. Check out these specials. You know, write yeah. write review, write positive reviews. You so, know? so you were
0: telling us, Brent, telling uh, us. But may I interrupt? Brent no. also has a
1: wonderful podcast on this network. Oh, what is the podcast?
0: It's called Pointed Questions.
1: With I, one point how often do you do it? You know, whenever I can. You know, um, there isn't. A, it's not a regular. It doesn't. There's no regular schedule. But um, you know, uh, there's a Donnie Devonian as uh, like my sidekick on the show, and um, Aaron usually records all the episodes and. You know, we just interview somebody from a different profession or like a, with an interesting story. We just hear their experience about the story. It's just a bunch of questions, almost like an interrogation. Right, Aaron? Didn't you say? <laughs> Very much so. It's like an interrogation. Is just there like, a good cop, bad cop on this? <laughs> yeah, it's like good cop, good cop. Good cop, better cop. Or you know, something like that. Or maybe it's like... It's like sweet cop, sweeter cop. Yeah, that's right. That's exactly what it is. It's just a lot of genuine curiosity. Just like, you know, sometimes we fixate on weird... Aspects right, Aaron, but they 're all coming from a place of sincerity, though you know right. like yeah, like we're interested in smells, you know, <laughs> usually if there's Who a job is it? Who if is there? there's like a job, like what's the smell going on there, but it's I'm really interested in what the smell is, you I, know,
0: I absolutely love it now, you also are part of an amazing digital series.
1: Oh, yeah, what well, you Poundhouse, you're talking Pound about. Poundhouse, yeah, yeah, tell yeah.
0: us a little about Poundhouse.
1: Yeah, you know, uh, my friend Doug Lucenhop and I, we make this show, it's called Poundhouse, and we do have a new episode. It's been a while, but we we shot a new episode this week, and we're going to unveil it on a, this tour that we're doing um, in a couple weeks. Where, where's the tour going? The uh, tour is um, it's a mini East Coast tour, so uh, the Knitting Factory in Brooklyn, New York, Uh, October 11th That's the first date October 12th Is the Good Good Comedy Theater In Philadelphia There's three shows So You know You know Pump it up And uh, Three
0: shows In Philadelphia
1: Yeah yeah I mean it's a small Space But um You know In one day Yeah one night Yeah there's all back to back Boom what do you
0: do A midnight show Bro
1: I think we're gonna. The first show is at seven or seven is that thirty. Noon. like that. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna. It's a festival, really. You know, it's a two man <laughs> festival. Um, and okay. then uh, we have uh, at, the next night is at Atlanta, Georgia, at the Drunken Unicorn. Oh, that's and, a
0: great name for uh, <laughs> uh, an establishment, especially
1: like a southern place, right? Yeah. Um, <sighs> and then uh, on the what is it? The fourteenth will be the Comedy Loft in DC, Washington DC. So those are the four dates. Yeah. Oh, that's
0: great! Now, how would you describe your style, and how did well, you
1: develop that? Well, it's funny you said you were mentioning alternative comedy. Um, I, you know, I guess one could sort of categorize as that, but I, I never even, I've never really even identified as such. You know what I mean? No, I, mean, I, I don't I've, think you are. I've, I've I think... always, I just, I, you know, I started in clubs and I started, you know, but I, I did, I always did everything. You know what I mean? Clubs or rooms that were outside of clubs, music venues. It didn't really matter. It was always just the goal is just to be a good comedian. And, no, and
0: you are and, uh, a wonderful comic. So, I could, you're one of the few guys I could watch all the time because I know there's going to be something new and so unique, and you never have to worry about anybody touching your style because it's it really is just your style. Well,
1: well thanks. I mean, I, you know, I, like I mean, I'm happy to I, I'm happy to be categorized as alternative or club or whatever. You know what I mean? I, what I, I meant
0: by that is what people think all is oh, and yeah, what yeah. it
1: actually is. Right, right. I don't even see a difference, really, honestly. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I, I kind of feel like I see people in more what one would might think is alternative venues or whatever, and I think I, I, would, I could see this in a well, club. that's where you know? it started. I, it was it, meant
0: to be an alternative venue, and then it got hijacked as an alternative style, and it got to where I always felt it was like, I'm not going to try to do anything relatable. And then it got to... Hey, I don't even have... Well, I'm not going to do punchlines.
1: Well, and I'm like, well, that's not I think Okay, yeah. So I think, that, I think that the idea originally was like, you know, they started to feel that like having an act was like corny or something like that, or having jokes, prepared jokes was something that felt, you know, disingenuous or something like that, or it was like artificial. And I guess the idea was, you know, what if you could do comedy that was talking about what happened that day, or you're making it up on the spot. Um, and, but you know, if you're going to, if you come up with something, even on the spot, you're probably going to use it again. And it kind of defeats the purpose of what that mission was, I guess, but I guess that was the idea originally, right? Right, right. right. It's just to be, do something spontaneous and something that was more real. Well, I they guess. hijack everything.
0: Yeah. I look at Nanette and uh, what's her face, Hannah Gatsby, and how she put out this special. And I did, I'm like, just put. Her, she, I, she's allowed to do whatever kind of entertainment she wants. Let her do it. And then these group of people just kind of use her special to spearhead this new post comedy thing which isn't real and they're just making it up and they're like not all comedy is meant to be funny you're like well
1: uh, actually that's not true That right. the it, definition the definition of comedy is comedy. laughing and funny yeah, yeah exactly. and it's yeah. just
0: like then you're doing this one person uh, show and all that stuff and it's just like I just feel like there's always this group of people who want to do it, who can't do it. So instead of actually working hard to be a part... The great example of this is like the people who are overweight... Who go around trying to be part of this the society to uh, betterment of fat relations or whatever, where they're trying to convince people that you know to love fat people. When I'm like, well, you could actually instead of spending all the time doing that, would like try to work out maybe once in a while and and not be fat. Not that if you're big, because I'm a thick dude, I'm out of shape. I'm not saying anything, but it always like you know, it's just it's it's people who'd rather work on getting people to come down to their level than actually work on, to a higher level, and that's kind of what I'm talking about.
1: Yeah, and there, well there is the and also there's, I think there's maybe an element of like anti-performance too, you know that performing is corny or something like yeah. that, but any good comedian be they alternative or you know, not, uh is going to perform, you know, is putting on a show, you know, somehow, you know what I mean? And that's For an sure. important part of stand-up comedy is performance. That's what makes it stand-up comedy as opposed to just, you know, reading or, you know, just telling jokes, I guess, Yeah. You know? So
0: I, um, I had you on the last Comedy Chaos. You were great and I was like, I always like, how can I get him on the podcast? I'd love <laughs> to have him on Tinfoil High. so... Interesting, and we kind of go back and forth. You were kind of talking about like your take on conspiracies is more about like you don't believe any, anything of it any, either.
1: What the news is telling you, oh, or I'm like, just I'm skeptical of just all information, just because I just time and time and again you just see news that's just not backed up with real facts, and you know, or there are facts that exist, but they only. Sub- People choose which facts to use to support an argument, and I don't know. I just don't believe anything, you know. Especially these days, when it's just there's so much, you know, online just information being put out, and there's, you know, there's all these different truths, you know, that you know I I can't believe any of these truths, you know. I only just believe what's real. What's real for me? Yeah, yeah. Question everything. everything, and nobody does question anything anymore. People just believe stuff. Anything they believe anything without any substance. A lot you know? of
0: identity politics involved, and and
1: you know accusations and things. And there's not people just believe things without any uh, real digging, you know. Or um, so I don't believe anything, and with that I'm I'm just skeptical of everything, including conspiracy theories and you know and and hard news. I mean I, I'm skeptical of it all, you know. But um, You're I think it's all interesting. About it, I'm, right? Yeah, it's all interesting. And and you know you were asking me um, if there's any. Um, like conspiracy stuff that uh, you know I'm kind of privy to or whatever. There, there is a thing that um, I had sort of been involved with at one point in my life yeah. that perhaps relates to the kinds of things that yeah. maybe you talk about. Um, and I don't know if the, right now is the time to get into well, it. Well, basically,
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, why don't you tell, and then I'll, I'll do a little explaining about exactly what we're talking about. But you okay. kind of
1: came up to me and told me that. Well, you were asking me, like, what's what? what you know, what's your conspiracy? Yeah, yeah, I was like, yeah. well, I mean, I did, I was involved with remote viewing at remote, one point.
0: Remote viewing. Yeah. I'm like, why? I just stopped in my tracks. Revo, re, <laughs> remote viewing, it, which falls under parapsychology, which is uh, you know clairvoyance, uh, precognition, tele, telepathy, t- 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 telepathy. Yeah, telepathy. Sorry.
1: No, hey, I, I'm gonna hey. Get,
0: no, don't worry, I'm gonna get destroyed by everybody but don't worry about um reincarnation all that stuff kind of more mind mental i mean
1: it i mean it's supposed to be like a scientific approach to accessing with your brain any point in time and space and the conspiracy aspect comes into play when supposedly or i mean it's I, i don't know supposedly the government funded research on this oh yeah we'll and get into all that like for that sure. they supposedly used it in the military in the 40s and stuff or oh, something yeah. like that I, I i don't know i could be getting this wrong we'll get a little through bit the but, whole history
0: yeah. of that but i just want to get well i just want to hear your story so, involved in it
1: okay so for me it was like this um i had this friend who took kung fu lessons from this this kung fu master um here in los angeles and a kung
0: fu master, what style
1: I, I I don't know. JKD
0: <laughs> Wing Chung.
1: <laughs> Wing Chung. Yeah. <laughs> um the uh uh and he um he was this I think he was an ex-military guy himself, uh the 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 master. But um this is like in the this is in like the late nineties. Um and I was interested. He, he was talking about how this guy he he taught these seminars or or whatever, he ran these seminars on remote viewing and he told me about remote viewing which he, he took a, he took one of his workshops, and I don't know, it sounded interesting to me. And I was the, younger then, and I kind of thought, okay, yeah, I'll do this. And I'll. So I signed up for one of these classes. It was just a one-day thing. It was an all-day thing. It was in a— it, uh, You
0: were going to be taught remote viewing I was taught in how to a remote, one day. Yeah, how to one, remote
1: view, yeah. In one day. I mean, I think there are additional classes you can take, right. but— um, I was, uh, I you know, I just did the one class or whatever. And it was like a, a full-day class. It was like an eight-hour class or something like that, you know. Um, so it was in a hotel, like a, a conference room at a hotel that, you know, he'd rented, I guess, or something. But, uh, yeah, this Kung Fu master taught us how to remote view and uh, gave us a step-by-step booklet. I, w- I, I think I have the booklet somewhere, which gives you the step-by-step process on how to do it and um how did the
0: class start like did you have to show up in your gi
1: <laughs> no just it was real, regular this, regular this? clothes you know um that'd be cool though if we had <laughs> there was like remote viewing gis imagine what would a remote viewing gi look like that too actually it's probably just be like a speedo with like a yeah speedo and that's it you know <laughs> a speedo and then something like a like maybe it's some kind of bow tie. That's yeah, it. I'm yeah, not- you just like chip- a Chippendale outfit, basically.
0: <laughs> Little do we know they were psychological warriors.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Was Chippendales. They- that's what Chippendale. That's the conspiracy. Yeah. Chippendales is actually. Uh, is actually a remote viewing um
0: for the u.s like, military yeah <laughs> they're there they're gay men who turn on women from the midwest but they're really there they're for really satellite. undercover that's <laughs> just a
1: cover that's just a cover <laughs> yeah so you show up so um by the way i've been to a chippendale show before too that's another Of course story, you but, have of course you um have. Uh, but um i just thought it'd be funny it was another story though i actually went recently it was was it this? year? It might have been this year. Or last year it was last year. Yeah, I think it was last year. This, oh, it's recent. Year. This year I went to the Chippendale show actually in Las Vegas. Did
0: you go by yourself or with? No, a... I
1: went with a group of guys, and okay. you know, it was a it was a goof. It was funny. Uh, it was, you just was... wanted
0: to meet other clairvoyants. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah, wanted I wanted to, to connect. connect where actually. You're I wanted to
1: connect. Yeah, I was trying to connect. I was. I, I wanted to pick up some tips. Yeah, <laughs> not dancing tips. remote that's, viewing tips.
0: That's my whole thing about just if you were psychic, why wouldn't you just use it on hot chicks constantly?
1: Yeah, well, here I'll explain why. Okay. I mean, this isn't even this isn't even supposed one would claim it. it was, remote viewing is not psychic powers. Okay, it's not mystical or anyway. And I don't believe in that stuff anyway. And I don't even believe in remote viewing, even though I've done stuff <laughs> and have seen interesting <laughs> results. Okay, uh, I still don't even believe it, even though I've okay. seen results for myself. You know, um, but okay. So here's what you do. What it is is you you, you go through this. Process and I'll explain the process in detail uh, if you want. But Please. You, you but you're meant to record through this process. You record not just sights but smells and and sounds and just anything that you can sense. You record these things and you're not meant to. First of all, you're not meant to know what you're trying to access. One and two, you can't start thinking. You're not meant to think. Um, so there is. I can. I almost see how it relates to martial arts in a way is that there's something kind of meditative about it and that you're not meant to think about what you're accessing because once you start thinking, then you influence the data and that it messes the data up, you know? So you're supposed to be collecting data through this process. And then after you're done with the process, you kind of review the data and you can sort of start to put together what you view, what you viewed. Yeah. So, um, uh, so one way that we would practice is, uh, or the, the exercise we would do is, you know, you have a friend cut out pictures from a magazine or something, or, you know, pick, pick a picture from a magazine and cut it out, put it in an envelope and you put a, uh, you put an, uh, what do they call it? Um, a coordinate on, on the envelope it was, you just put a number basically on the envelope and that's supposed to be like the coordinate. And then, um, you go. You put that envelope like in another room or whatever, and then you sit down and you write on a piece of paper the number that is associated with that envelope. And I've kind of forgot each step on how it goes, but I think the first phase or the first step is that you just do. First of all, you have to do. I think a minute of just like kind of trying to clear your mind, not think of anything. You have to just. The, the emphasis is not thinking at all, and you're just gonna experience stuff and record it as best you can. So the first thing is just initial an initial response, like just, you know, maybe you're you're you just your hand just does just a line or, you know, you just react in some way and you're just recording initial responses. And then you start to just record the next phase is like recording anything you're, you're you're just like trying to access smells or sounds or whatever and you write write those down. Then the third phase I think would be something like you start Drawing a a picture of what you're seeing. So
0: phase one is to meditate.
1: Well, phase one is sort of like, I think before any of the phases, you just sort of clear your mind. You know, okay, so you're
0: sitting there and you're. I think it's like you take a maybe take
1: a minute of just clearing your mind and not thinking. You know, so
0: you meditate. You're trying to think of nothing.
1: You're not. Yeah, you're not even trying to think anything. You're trying to. You're trying to not think at all. You know, just be blank. You know. So my, and then,
0: you know, kind of like in Ghostbusters, they're like, don't think of anything. And then the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man shows up and you're like, oh, I tried not to think and I thought of something.
1: That's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So you're trying not to, exactly. Yeah. So then you, um, and then the neck, the so the first phase is just, you try to like, let your hand just like move. Like you just try to let your body get, it's just like, I, I try to you just get taken here, over. D- describe by this, the, the, describe what this is like here. I'm just like. <laughs> something
0: like that. You've been taken over by the remote viewing <laughs> you're spirit. Just, you're
1: just trying to, like, it's like you're just trying to react. Your body, you just let your body react without even you controlling it. Now, you know, is or it an like
0: energy hitting you that makes you do that? Or is it just like you just
1: yeah. react? You think you're just trying to react to something and just get something okay. on the paper all that, right, that is right. going to be somehow tell you something later on, you uh, know? I think the next phase is. That you you start you know trying to see thing or you know sounds smells you're recording those down again you're not trying to think about what it is you're what it is you're you're not even trying to think about the sensations you're just trying to simply record data. That's now
0: it. are you the smells that you are trying to smell the sounds are they of what the picture represents or are they of the room and what's in the room? Okay. That's
1: a good question. I I, I don't even remember now, you know, like are you trying to access when they took the photo or whatever, or are you just simply trying to get the photo or, or, or like the cutout of the thing? Right. I think, okay. So what, what you're really trying to do, I mean, these are just a practice and I think this relies more on the visual senses, you know, when you're accessing a photo, but, Ideally, you're trying to access a point in time and space, a point in history, right. or something like that, and that's when you're really trying to like flesh out, or gather the smells and the sounds and all that stuff, you know. So when it comes to this picture thing, I think it's probably more just based on the visual sense, you know, okay, uh, of what the picture looks like. So what? You, then you, the third phase is like you're you're trying to draw, draw it out, you know, and see what that look, you know, what it looks like. And you get you kind of – so, you know, you kind of do like a vague drawing. Usually it's like a lot of lines and things. And so I remember this one time uh, I did this with a photo. Uh, I didn't know what it was, but it was cu- cut out from a magazine. And um, I, I drew this this kind of circular – it was like a circular kind of figure. And it, there, it seemed to have eyes almost, you know, or there was almost like – I started drawing a face it seemed like, right?
0: Oh, oh. North of the what the fuck is Please this to own- oh my god gone. sorry
1: dude oh no no problem uh but I, it seemed to be almost kind of like a face or something like that i didn't even know what it was i wasn't trying to think about what it was but you know after we were done with the the session or whatever you know we got the envelope opened it up and and my friend was kind of tripped out because it 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 was actually a cutout of um, Jack Nicholson's face from um, The Shining when he says, "Here's Johnny," you know, coming coming through the wall, and it was that face. It was like, and it was very similar to what I had drawn out, and we were both kind of like, "Wow, that's that's kind of crazy," you know. (gasps) But we both are like skeptical, you know. We're both skeptics, you know. But you're still skeptical. No, I'm still like, all right, maybe it was a coincidence, you know. I I still don't fully believe it. But I've but the truth is, I've had numerous things that have matched up with the picture. And it's You've kind done of crazy. it multiple times. I, I've done it a lot of times, like more than multiple. When times. I after I took Several the class, times. I, yes, after the class, I di- I kind of try to do it regularly because the more you do it, the better you get at it. Supposedly, you know, right? And so the idea is, is like you you, but you can never you can never pick where you're gonna want to go. You know, you can never say, okay, I want to I want to go to uh, you know the Gettysburg Address yes. or whatever. I, I I you can't be like I'm gonna go there and check that out. You have to have someone else pick the pick the spots for you, you know? And because you can't know, once you think about, once you start to, even when you're recording data, once you start thinking about what this might be, or even if you start thinking, oh, I think that's a face, or I think that's a whatever, I think that's brown, what else is brown, you're thoughts will influence they're going to taint the data and and start and then you'll start recording the wrong stuff you know so so you can't know you can't think you can't know what you're trying to access you have to have someone else working with you on on doing you know when you're doing this whole process right so um supposedly you know they uh you know i mean you you have this is an ability and it's apparently just using your brain brain and like there's it's not mysticism or anything like that. It's not spiritual. It's not supposed to be it's supposed to be grounded in science, apparently, you know? You know, again, I'm I'm skeptical of all of this. I don't believe it really, but, but you know
0: how can you be skeptical if you could do it? Are you skeptical of what they're saying it's science? Could it be some kind of um you know, what are we talking para? Parapsychology, where it's like this mental thing, like you know, ESP or some something. I like mean, that? I
1: guess, I guess, I just don't, I just don't. Have you ever I had
0: that power of ESP, like no. reading people's thoughts? No, no nothing no, no, at
1: all. No, I mean, I obviously, I think anyone can kind of know what someone's thinking, you know, just based on you know, just yeah, a, why a, a would
0: sense, of feeling. Doing this, if you had this ability, oh here, I'll tell you
1: why I stopped. Actually, okay, um, so. I I was delivering pizzas uh around like I don't know maybe a year later or something like that and um you know here in Los Angeles um, I was in college and you know during the summers I would deliver pizzas anyway whatever it doesn't matter but there was this other pizza delivery guy who knew about remote viewing and we were like really connecting on that you know um, he, you know he also he had been to a Chippendales show before and uh, no I'm just kidding but he uh, no he was um, you know we were we were connecting on this remote viewing thing and we were talking about it or whatever then like a year later that guy called me and he said that he found out that people who were doing remote viewing were getting brain tumors or something like that. What? Yeah. I mean, look, I don't believe any of this, but Uh, like he said they were getting brain tumors, and I kind of did get a little bit kind of turned off a little bit from that, and I stopped doing it after that. Oh, yeah, I would too. (laughs) And and, maybe
0: that was just misinformation that they didn't want you to do this. They found out you had the power,
1: (laughs) and they told you not to do it. I I don't know. I mean, I— it, but by the way, this isn't even about... Nobody has any special powers when it comes to remote viewing. <sighs> Anybody could do it. It's just all about, you, you know, you have to have a disciplined mind to not think and just record data. That's like your... That's the whole thing. Anybody could do it if you with the right Why training. Why wouldn't everybody do it if you could do it? Because nobody knows about it, supposedly. Yeah? But, I, I mean, I don't think it's even real. But supposedly... Uh, they they did use it, and the go- the government funded it supposedly, yeah. and they they were funded research on it. Yeah, and, I want to get into some of that. And, and that they, they used it in the military, and the and apparently in the forties, they were having military people do it in the forties supposedly.
0: Well, you know, there's a bunch of programs out there that you could look into that involve this type of remote viewing. One of them is called the Stargate Project. Uh, you can find this on wiki, obviously. Stargate was a codename for a secret U.S. Army unit established in 1978 for in Fort Meade, Maryland. The Defense Intelligence Agency uh, of California is to investigate potential psychic phenomenon in the military and domestic intelligence applications. They basically wanted to see if they could figure out how to do remote viewing, dude. And you can see how that might... Be involved because remote remote viewing is a practice of seeing impressions about a a distant, unseen target purposely using uh, extra perception, ESP, or sensing with the mind. And it's very similar to clairvoyance, man. So you can see how, like, the government would love to be able to
1: use this stuff to spy by the way, you don't. You can also apparently access the future. What? I don't know. That's what I. That's <laughs> You're <that>. so funny. <laughs> it's no. I know. It's ridiculous. I. Don't, I don't believe it. I don't even think. Why you know, won't you believe it? Why? Well, would I don't you think because I don't think the future has happened yet.
0: Yeah. Well, well, yeah, well, that's a great point. I mean, a lot of people say the f- There is no future. There's I mean, no past. There's or no right now. Right. Or,
1: yeah. You know. Right. I mean, what's your thought? I mean... I mean, well, you know, who knows? I mean, it, it gets into crazy stuff about the universe, which I used to think about a lot, but I don't really think about it as much anymore. But there's just things that are beyond my comprehension, and so I stopped thinking about them, you know, at a certain point. But, yeah, like, maybe maybe the past is happening right now, you know, and that's how you're able to access it. And, like, the way that, you know, space is time at the same time or something like that, you know? The
0: Stargate project <laughs> was was primarily involved in <laughs> remote viewing, the ability to see physically, psychically see events, sites, and information from a great distance. The project was overseen until 1987 by Lieutenant Frederick Holmes Skip Atwater, and at aid and psychic, dude, this is great, headhunter to Major General Albert Subsidine and later president of the Monroe Institute. The unit was a small scale was a was small scale comprising of about fifteen to twenty individuals that ran out of an old leaky wooden
1: barracks. I mean this sounds it kind of sounds crazy, right? right. I mean, I, it's like you believe this. I mean, <laughs> why? Well, I know I, I 100% believe that the
0: army tried to do that. Uh-huh. <laughs> I 100% yeah, believe yeah. that, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: That they would give it a shot. I mean, what you, I mean, we're gonna get in some stuff later on, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's like it's pretty much true, or at least they're they trying to do it, right? This makes sense, and they would throw some dudes. Out in the woods, in some shack, and just have them all just sitting there, like uh, trying to see shit somewhere else. Yeah, I just don't know. So you want someone else has to set something somewhere.
1: Someone has to set up the 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 the, destin- the target or whatever. Someone else has to set up the target. You can't set it up yourself because you can't know what you're trying to target because you know you're going to influence your your own. Thoughts are going to influence that, you know.
0: And dude, if this all basically breaks down. It's a uh, kind of like clairvoyance. You know? Do you
1: believe in clairvoyance at I mean, all? Not, no, not really. Nothing. Know? I mean, ESPN. I, mean I, be- I, be- I believe. I believe ESPN. in pic- ESPN. 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 Do you believe in ESPN? Yeah. yeah. Do you have the power I'm of ESPN? On
0: fire with butchering everything.
1: Actually, people. I like ESPN a lot. That's. I mean, as a as a as a in the in the context of a uh, you know psychic sort of context, but uh, no, I. Um, I don't really... I mean, I believe you can... You know, I believe in picking up on energies, you know? Right. Like, I, I p- believe, you know, people have an energy. You can kind of pick up on, like, people's moods, obviously, and there's tells in the with their facial, you know, uh, nuances and things like that, but... You know, I mean, I don't really believe in magic powers. You know?
0: Yeah, okay, okay. I mean, I
1: do, do not, I mean, I don't, I don't not really. I don't, don't believe I don't, in anything I don't be-
0: alt like that? I don't like
1: believe in-, in ghosts or anything spiritual. You don't spiritual. believe in ghosts? No.
0: Aren't you Filipino? <laughs> yes. You guys totally believe in ghosts. There's so <laughs> many ghosts in Filipino. We did a whole episode on how you guys believe in voodoo <laughs> and all that stuff. You're um, like an alt-Filipino. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I'm, alter- I'm alternative comedy, alternative Filipino. <laughs> That's funny. Um, uh, I uh, no, I, I um, yeah, I don't believe in any anything paranormal. You
0: know. Well, I can't believe you don't believe in any
1: of it. I, I believe people's like my sister believes in stuff like that, you know. But I just. Isn't that a number cruncher?
0: You got to crunch
1: the numbers. Yeah, I mean, I just here's the thing. I just have to at one point just have to decide what's true for me. What's the best truth for me to go off of? You know, and that's that's it.
0: I believe in psychic shit. I believe in outside yourself stuff. Clairvoyance, man. I believe in that. What is clairvoyance? Okay, clairvoyance is a French word for clear vision, which describes the psychic ability to see pictures and visions. In their head, and to see their things beyond the normal sense. Well, okay, hey,
1: here's the thing: I do believe in energy. Okay, okay, okay I all believe right, in we're energy. Cracking and, it here. Okay, energy can maybe be isn't maybe another word for ghosts. Maybe you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I I think it's possible if you're that the that your your energies can, like I think you know Hadugans, you know from Street Fighter Two. Yeah. Um, I think that that's possible. Maybe To shoot a fireball. Yeah, maybe, but like <laughs> not. You wouldn't see it visually though. You know, but I think. An invisible fireball. I think you could shoot one. Maybe we'll you know? get into
0: that too. That maybe has something to do with men who stare at goats. But uh, real quick, what can clairvoyance do? We when we think of a psychic, a man who is uh, a man or woman who are overcome by visions of the past or the future comes to mind. We call these psychic clairvoyance, and it's it's often portrayed as a curse or affliction that the psychic has no control over. A uh, clairvoyance is someone who can see visual see visuals regarding your life or either either the past, present, or the future. They can see people in your life. They can see things in metaphors. Often clairvoyance, we see movie clips or abstract things that release uh from you or your subconscious. Now, I have a friend of mine, I've talked about some past episodes, where you could put like a, a penny in their hand and they could tell you where it came from. They could put anything in their hand and they could tell you where it came from.
1: Oh, you had them as a guest? Yes. I have visions all the time of future. Now, wait, that person had a guest. You had that as a guest. I have a cousin.
0: Oh, you have a cousin. A cousin who you could put anything in his hand and he will tell you the history
1: of it. And it's real? Yeah. I mean I mean you were able to back you were able to fact check it and stuff? Yes. So wow. And so he will close his eyes. Well
0: he'll he'll put it in his hand and he'll tell he'll you He'll closes his eyes. Going. You'll put yep. a penny in his hand. Yeah.
1: He'll tell you what year the penny yep. came out. yeah, yeah. Yep. Really? And you tested that multiple times? I've Not multiple times, one time. Oh, he got it right? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, like, yeah. And then that is his, my cousins, his sister told me he's done it his whole life. Huh. And then, you know, I can, I can predict future events. You know, I, it happens all the time. Oh, you? Yeah, I could. I, oh, so I, you have power. I have uh, a little bit of vision, Yeah.
1: You should try remote viewing, see uh, what happens. I'm, I am I am mean, more than willing to try I don't know it. if you're concerned about getting a brain tumor or not, but... Ah,
0: uh, fuck it. At this point, it seems <laughs> like it's kind of crazy out there. I, I, I'm open-minded to everything. There have been some ve- very clairvoyances happening in the Bible before. I bet
1: you nowadays, you can find the whole step-by-step protocol on the internet, on how to remote view. I mean, I took this class when it w- the internet wasn't used as much, you know what I mean? But, right. Like you know
0: back in the day, right? Yeah,
1: you should you could check
0: it out. I might Prob- try I mean, it, man. I mean
1: there's probably I bet there's websites that show you how to do it now. Maybe you
0: know? we'll you and I will do a Patreon episode and we'll try to do some remote viewing. Oh, I could set up some targets for you. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> we can totally do it. You see clear voice. I'll, in I'll the have Bible. you I'll have you I'll
1: have you target the uh the Chippendale show I went to last year. <laughs> see what the smells and sounds were that grinding that's how they yeah. get the energies going you know what's funny about the show is that they there's it was all these you know it's tons of women actually it's of actually course. it's crazy actually. and they go nuts but they're actually like really attractive women that go to it actually there's some yeah but, for sure and, and so the women come i mean so they, they come out and they're doing all this like grinding and all these sexual moves C. and stuff burns and bit they,
0: is funny where like uh, Like male dancers, like they always dance, they always have a job, like they're working, like I'm working on construction, I'm a police officer. Women love men with
1: jobs. Right, right, exactly. Yeah, They and they do every single job you can think of. It's so funny, that's like where you would think it was like a macho kind of guy. Right. But it's funny because they were, you know, acting really sexual to all these women and stuff, and then they came up to our group, and just to include us, okay, so just imagine he's like doing all this, you know, shaking his butt and stuff like that. I don't think they did, actually, but they they came up to us and they're like, hey, guys, thanks for coming out. They shook our hands. They were like doing all this, rubbing their bodies on these women and stuff. And they came up to us like, "Hey guys, thanks for coming out." They shook our hands and stuff. It was just so funny how it was. That was their way of you know including us in the in into like the they interaction. High fiving yeah. you guys. It was it was even more professional than that. They were just shakes, you know, which was just funny to me. That that was just really funny. We we got a kick out of it. Psychic strippers. I'll tell you this: it's a crazy experience. It's really visceral. It's nuts. It's it's actually it's pretty entertaining actually because. <laughs> There's so much going on the reactions of the crowds too it, the whole thing is crazy. It's funny too. It's really it's pretty funny too oh, Anyway, whatever. That's, back to Clairvoyance,
0: yeah. man. You can find Clairvoyance in the Bible. Wait, hold on, <laughs>
1: about this about this future thing. You can you can you've sensed things from the future? Yeah, for like sure. what?
0: I have predicted events. I've, pred- I've told people what's going to happen to their careers. I've told them uh, I just see events happening. I know mm-hmm. how it's going to play out. I basically crunch the numbers in my head of past and how it plays out in my head. Am I 100% always correct? I am not, but I am, I am right a lot, enough to talk about it. It's like kind of conspiracies, right? Mm-hmm. Like people talk about, oh, why do you, why, you just like conspiracy because you just like to be like weird. I go, no, it's something I'm interested in and I wouldn't do it if I wasn't, if I was more wrong than I was right. If I constantly was wrong, I wouldn't be doing this show. I enjoy this topic, but I'm more right than I am wrong. See,
1: um, you're clairvoyant.
0: But there's a little bit, yeah. I'm sure I'm not as clairvoyant as some, but I am clairvoyant. I do predict. Have you shit. ever
1: gone to a psychic? Uh,
0: No, but I want to.
1: Uh-huh. What I'm do the, you think about... Oh, real quick.
0: Yeah. So I had a, a, a co-host on here. We had these two psychic ladies on. They read my poem, and they said, somebody is going to betray you in the near future and they got boom and then he just fucking quit two weeks ago (laughs) (laughs) it's weird dude it's weird you you remember that aaron do you think that's weird i think it's weird but i don't think it's I think things might have been brewing a little before that.
1: Okay. I want to get back in the clear. Maybe they sensed already that he was like not really fully invested, you know, on that episode and <laughs> yeah. then we're like, yeah, he's going to be gone soon. So
0: you you believe everything is what it is.
1: I, I mean, I, look, I'm open to any po- anything is possible, you know, <sighs> but I got to choose something at one point to be my truth, you know what I mean? I you know, yeah, but usually you usually did it's, psychic, you did I know, mem- I know. Isn't that so crazy? Why would and, you I, accept and I had, and I actually had some crazy results too. Right,
0: more and than yet, one. And
1: yet I'm still skeptical of it though. Why? It just doesn't Is it something just, it just sound it seems too like crazy you to me. Have you been hurt? <laughs>
0: Guys, past, We find clairvoyance in the Bible. Ah, uh, there are examples of clairvoyance going by, back to b- biblical times. Abraham, Jacob, Daniel's all prophets. Visions of the old in the Old Testament, in the New Testament, Joseph, Peter, Paul, all striking visions of the future. The New Testament also has a book based completely on prophetic visions. The Book of Revelations by John is a modern light. He per, in his modern light, he is perhaps the first true clairvoyant in history. Past people who have been clairvoyant. Joan of Arc. Joan of Arc, a.k.a. Maid of Orleans, had clairvoyant vision showing her defeating the English during the Hundred Year War. These visions helped her, the teenager lead the French army to defeat the English. Then we got Nostradamus. <laughs> what do you think of that? Nostradamus predicting the future.
1: <laughs> I've heard I've heard the stories. Uh, do you believe any of it? I mean, I just, you know, I I hear it. <laughs>
0: Perhaps the most famous clairvoyant the world has ever known, Nostradamus was a famous seer, an old term for clairvoyant.
1: Hey, by the way, maybe there are legitimate psychics out there, clairvoyants, you know. Yeah. But there's so many fake ones that, you know, it's hard to be, you know, it makes it easier to be skeptical of it all. You know what I mean? There's just so many people faking it, you know, and trying to, you know, just make money. There's basically. always going to be
0: fakers, dude. Yeah. So here's here's some of the things that Notre Dame has predicted: the Great Fire of London, the French Revolution, the rise of Napoleon. Okay, Louis Pasteur, Adolf Hitler. He predicted Adolf. Hitler, his prediction: from the depths of the West Europe, a young child will be born of poor people. He who had, by his tongue will seduce a g- great troop, and his, his fame will increase towards the realm of the east, and it keeps going. And then there's even more, dude. It gets even crazier. He predicted super the second... specific, by the way. Super...
1: <laughs> this is Nostradamus.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. You, the death of the candies. How about that one? A great man will be struck down in the day by a thunderbolt. The, and an evil foretold by a bearer of petition. Another falls at nighttime. Conflict at Reigns, London, and presidents of tonight- I fucked that whole thing up, but you know where I'm going with that. <laughs> what do you think of that?
1: Still super specific. You're such a. Do your listeners Death- get get on his case ever?
0: Yeah, they always get on his case, uh-huh. but they're going to kill me for my reading today. Death of Princess Di predicted that. What do you think of that? And 9 11, they predicted too. What do you think of that? I don't think he did. Why? <laughs> okay. I've heard the quatrains. They they're so vague. It's like volcano fire from the center of earth will cause tremblings around the new city. New York, new city. Hello? Okay, <laughs> he, he could two be, he could great, great be rocks, about right?
1: Make- you know that's kind of funny, though, right? Like you're, you're kind of you're laughing, like you know it's like kind of a stretch in a way, right? Or there's like you're finding the coincidences, right?
0: Zip it! Listen to this: in the year nineteen ninety nine, in seven months, the the sky will come with great king of terror, bringing back to light the great king of Mongols, before and after Mars to reign by good fortune. Come on, dude! <laughs> come on! So Genghis Khan came back? Okay, dude. You Wait. know what? I'm done with you, bro. If you don't want to believe this shit, you don't have to. In I'm July just telling of 99? You. Yeah. And then it's seven the months Matrix, forward, man. dude, which is getting close to 2001, if you think about it.
1: I want to see this. Not. I want to see your cousin in action.
0: Yeah. Uh, maybe when he comes in to town, I'll call you.
1: I mean, I got to see that. It's <sighs> like. You just put a coin in. I want to see how many coins you can get, right? You know? <laughs>
0: well, I mean, how many times you got to do it before you're like, "Wow, that really makes if some sense." If he does, th-
1: if he does it three times in a row, I'm sold. Okay. If he guesses the right year three times in a row, I'm totally sold.
0: Okay. All right. I'm I'm liking your la- so he has to do it three times in a row. Sure.
1: What, you think? What, you don't have faith in that?
0: I do have faith. I, my, I, do, I believe my cousin could do anything I want, anything he wants.
1: Or, or I, you know, it would be cool. I'd like to bring a, a personal object of my own and see what he has to say about that. Okay. Yeah. Is this, are you laying down the law, bro? No, no, I'm just curious. No, I mean, no Actually, honestly, like, I want to see the stuff. I, I, you want to believe? I would, I would like to see it. I'm interested. I'd like to see a ghost situation, actually. I,
0: yeah. well, have you ever been to the comedy store?
1: I've heard that it's you know it's ha- it's haunted.
0: There's a lot of like Oh, I've heard
1: there. I've heard some stories about you For know sure. stuff in there. Yeah, like, you, you have don't... you had some crazy stuff happen to you there? Yeah. Oh, like what?
0: I've had basically uh, I, someone uh, something started the faucet turning and the water coming out, and then I saw a shadow move.
1: Wh- like where?
0: Uh the well, the faucet thing happened at the comedy store in the green room. I was sitting there getting over my set and all of a sudden I heard something go, ah, 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 and the water in the shower. So I turned around and nobody was there.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then the other time I'd gone to the lobby and uh, I left the lobby. The lights were on. I came back a couple minutes later, lights were off and there was just this thin line of light. And I couldn't find where the light source was coming from. Because there's nothing, there's no lights on. The only light came when, wait, if you've been in the main room lobby, at the comic store was way down, way down the the steps. It was impossible for it to be there, and I was looking, and it was the brightest of white lights, and I just saw something pass right in front of it, <laughs> and I freaked out,
1: uh-huh. and I, I I ran. You ran? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. You, you're
0: not. <laughs> If you saw ghosts, would you hang out and talk to well, it?
1: Well, well, I don't know. Wouldn't you? I would imagine you would, actually, right? No, no I, you know,
0: I had a chance and I ran.
1: My, I mean, my sister has. My sister totally believes in ghosts. Has had totally has had we, you know, some interesting stories. And I, I believe she believes that. You know, right? Um, right. She's had interesting, you know, Ouija board stories. Right. 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 And. So your I just sister's have I,
0: some weird shit Yeah, happening. You've I, seen, I, I just you've done remote to, viewing, and yeah. you still don't believe it.
1: Well, I, I just don't, it doesn't, it just doesn't fall into my general rubric of, you know, logic, you know, or whatever, you yeah. know?
0: Well, I mean, like, are you just afraid of it? Does it scare you? N- well, no. Are no. you scared of it? Because it's just, like, it might be something that you can't control?
1: No, no, I I would, I mean, it would be, if I truly believe, if I believe in ghosts, it would be another part of, it'd be just as much as something else that I can't control. It would just, you know, no, it's not about control. But, you know, I I would like to see a ghost situation, actually. So. Kind of. Yeah, well, let's go ghost
0: hunting then.
1: I mean I've I've tried I've tried to do Ouija board, you know, and it doesn't, doesn't work. Now
0: me. we're talking about clairvoyance, uh, you know, ESP, all that stuff, you know, uh which could be very powerful if if harnessed. You know, the US government could definitely do something with this. I mean, we've had uh basically like I the mean movie. if that's
1: true that they funded that, that's crazy. Well
0: what about the Men Who Stare at Goats movie about that group that basically tried to basically be able to use their mental powers to, as a weapon. What was that movie? The Men Who Stare at Goats. It was a oh, 2004 okay. nonfiction work uh, concerning the U.S. Army's exploration of new age concepts and the potential military applications of the paranormal. Mm-hmm. The title refers to an attempt to kill goats by staring at them and stopping their hearts.
1: That's interesting. You know, it's just like you know, <laughs> uh huh.
0: It's like almost like you were talking about earlier about the uh, the, you know, the yeah. the, the energy well, I, force, bam. Yeah, right.
1: The the Hadugan, right? The fireball. Yeah. I do feel like I do feel like maybe that you could kind of like concentrate the energy and throw it at somebody and hit them with it. It wouldn't be as like flamboyant as it is in the video game, you know. But I mean, but it's. I it feel wouldn't like be he,
0: as flaming gay, is that what you're yeah, saying? Yeah, exactly.
1: It would, But like, I think you could maybe hit somebody with energy in a way. Yeah, I think it's maybe that's possible. You know. It's, but by the way, you um, know, how come this? You know, the amazing Randy. Yeah. So how come nobody has ever been able to get the the what you know his? I don't know what his award money now is maybe it's up to a million dollars or something like that he's you know to anybody who can show prove to him that this that you know the you know psychic powers or you know telekinesis or anything like that has can work legitimately no one has been he has a price he's he'll award this it started out as ten thousand dollars i think it's grown to some really huge amount now how come no one's won that money from him yet? You know?
0: That's a great question. How come, why don't you go do your remote viewing? You've done it and get that million dollars.
1: Well, I just, you know, I don't, I don't think he but would. Dude, if I, I did it, it, it like three times, I'd be like, where's that million dollars? Let me go show you how it's done. By stuff. the way, it doesn't always work too. It's kind of like the, um, what was the thing? You know, it, it, sometimes it's just, it's not, doesn't match up with the picture. Right. You know what I mean, sometimes it does, you know, some, I don't know.
0: Well, I mean, let's not just stop right there with this men staring at goats over time. You know, black money, you know, all these dark arts, military people with their black ops and all that black money that they get. uh, There is believed to be a weapon out there called the voice of God. And it's basically a long range acoustic device. Hmm. Basically, it's been theorized that during uh, the Gulf Wars and all that stuff, that they actually used uh, uh, the voice of God weapon in, a, in Iraq, which was to put, they could put sounds in your head, specifically. They could shoot right into you, right into me. And what the rumor was is they were going to use that, and they were t- basically acting like they were Allah. And they were going to put voices in people, uh, all these terrorist heads, oh. to make them go crazy on the other oh. terrorists.
1: Oh, like put voices in their yeah. head, kind of.
0: Be like, you know, uh, this is Allah. We, you need to
1: take out these guys. They are not pure to the Islam. And then, and they were or, meant to be like high pitched, so you don't hear it with your like normal. You don't. No, hear. you
0: would hear the voice inside your head, but no one else would.
1: Uh-huh. It was specific to you. Oh, oh, oh they, 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 they. It's like a tele, uh, some telescopic sort of yeah. projection yeah. that goes yeah. right yeah. towards yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, It
0: appears that some troops in Iraq were using spoken opposed to screeching L-A-R-D, which is what we talked earlier, long-range acoustic device, uh, to mess with enemy fighters. Islamic terrorists tend to be superstitious and, of course, very religious, and the L-A-R-D can put the word of God in your head. If God, in a form of voice that you can only hear, tells you to surrender, run away, what are you going to do? You know?
1: So, yeah, wow.
0: Right? <laughs> so then we go to, now let's do this application, this long-range long-range acoustic device. Let's apply it to here, you know, at the United States. I mean, we have seen mass shootings in this country. This is going to get a little darker. We've seen mass shootings in this country. And what do all of these shooters, not all but most, say? That they hear voices. They hear voice to the point, right? If you go and uh, Google mass shooters hear voices, I mean mass shooter after mass shooter after mass shooter all come up that they heard voices before they went on. This guy in Parkland said he heard voices. This guy at uh, this airport in Florida said he heard voices. DC shooter says he heard voices.
1: So the idea is Tomorrow
0: Toronto mass shooter said he hears voices.
1: So the idea is that the this uh this weapon the voice of god or whatever yes. is being used by the government to do these mass shootings?
0: Well, if if here we go into uh here we go into the conspiracy world. The, yeah, yeah, right. Which is like if you li- if you read, have you ever re- read the book "Behold the Pale Horse" by mm. Bill Cooper? Mm. Bill Cooper, written very early in the early '90s, said he predicted that they would try to use school shootings to get people to give up their rights to guns. So you you know you hit the most vulnerable people's children. They they freak out and they demand that the school shooters uh, that we give up our First Amendment because the crazy people are getting guns and they're shooting up everything. And uh, lo and behold, we've seen that over and over again. So, uh, you know, it's like who wants to walk into a school all the time and shoot people? It's mentally, mentally vulnerable people. We have seen it over and over again. This kid in Parkland, he was part of a very, uh, a very uh, controversial program that took like at-risk kids and tried to basically help them. But there's all this view that maybe it wasn't that. They, they were MK-altering these kids. Hmm we've seen it over and over again you know I mean just kids going in and shoot, I mean people hearing voices over and over again I mean if, if we did the voice of God with terrorists in Iraq why couldn't we do it here
1: do you, what do you think you think it's they're using that that weapon here? I 100% oh so you that. think that the mass shootings are a result of somebody using the? the I think weapon?
0: the ma- I think they are uh, false flags yes uh, I could break it down with you. There are so many con- there are so many connections to the CIA and the FBI over and over and over again. And uh, why not get these kids to do something? I mean, they all say that they've heard shit constantly. Radio frequencies, and the more and more we hear about it, you know, unclassified documents from the U.S. Army Intelligence and Security Command received via the... Freedom of Information Act back in 2016. The document is dated 1988, over 15 years ago. One of the main topics regarded the radio frequency direct energy. The document discussed the incapacitating effect and microwaving hearing. Basically, they're talking here about hitting you with this thing, you know, from a radio station. You turn into a single person into like basically a radio station.
1: So who who do you think is using the, the weapon to do this?
0: voice voice to skull device here's some uh email them talking about it who do i think is doing
1: it yeah and why do you think
0: uh i i think they're doing it to uh make us feel unsafe
1: oh so the government yeah Uh uh-huh
0: they get everybody to fight with each other and go crazy i mean like you can sit down and talk uh, the connection that every one of these shooters has or people at the school have to the CIA. That da- that David Hogg kid going around, his father's CIA. His father received $350 million for his company that created nothing. They actually uh, – they, they've created no – nothing. So
1: they've, what's the goal to make people scared, though? Like what, To, to give up unsafe? guns. Oh, to give up guns. Yes. The government guns. wants people to give up guns. Yes. Uh-huh. Because –
0: working out great because – uh Sales go up after everyone As shootings. it should. I mean like dude let's take a look at some dynamics where we have people who have guns and people who do not have guns. Let's go to uh, the North Dakota oil line protesters. Cops had militarized cops showed up with guns. The the Indians had no guns, the Native Americans excuse me, had no guns. No guns at all. Let's look at Israel versus Palestine. One side has all the guns, the other side has no guns. How's that going? How's rocks versus versus tanks going? I mean, it's just... So, what What we... And I talk about this all the time on the show. Aaron, you hear it. Our, our army is the stormtroopers for the international bankers. And that is not code word for any one religious group. It's of all denominations. And at some point, people are going to get tired of our military being used for banker wars. And at that point, people are going to have to rise up, man. You don't want to have... One side have all the- you know it's like when we constantly hear these people complaining about um you know cops shooting unarmed people, right we hear that all the time, and then these are the same people telling us that we should give up give up our guns and that the only people who should have guns are the cops. It makes no sense
1: so uh what do you think about this and what what do you think should be done what I think should
0: be done um I think, I mean, like, ultimately what I think should be done is a fucking complete over- overhaul of our intelligence community.
1: How do you do that?
0: Uh, have somebody, you know, dude, the, somebody needs to go in, take it over, and get rid of the rot. And that's slowly happening, and that's a whole nother episode. It's slowly happening that people are going in there. I mean, if you look at what's going on right now, I know you don't follow the news, but we've had... Two FBI heads of the FBI stepped down within a year and a half. We had the CIA guy stepped the head of CIA stepped down. It's happened over and over and over again. There is a, a flushing out of this rot that's going on and it's not happening as fast as some people want, but it is happening. And you're seeing it with uh, the FISA report, like with the, you know, basically the FBI and the CIA, Hillary, uh, all wiretap Trump. And I know Trump is not uh, not a favored guy by some people, and particularly in Hollywood. But that is illegal. It is it is Watergate on steroids, and we're starting to see it. So what happens is is we can go even go back to nine eleven. You want to take a look at nine eleven? Who who greenlit all the hijackers? John Brennan, the CIA guy. I mean, like he greenlit he let them all in. Who ran the you know Nord? NORAD, which is the North American air defense system. Who's in charge of that? 9-11 Dick Cheney. I mean, like these are all facts. They're, they're not like craziness. You just got to look it up, man. And it lets you know that may, it wasn't inside. I don't know, but it was a chaperone job for sure.
1: <laughs>
0: and you look about what they get from it, man. They got, they get, they got uh Homeland security was created out of it. Okay. Wiretapping of us citizens, He like at the highest level possible. Everybody loves Obama, but he basically headed the largest surveillance of Americans in the history of this country. And he's no worse than anybody, but he's just as bad as everybody, meaning they're all on the same par course, man. You know, whether it's Clinton, Bush, Obama, Trump, it's all like, you know, but there's something going on between Trump and going on between, you know, the mainstream media and the, the intelligence communities. And it's used over and over again, man. We just see shooter after shooter talked about hearing voices. And if we have this capability, this voice of God, why couldn't they use it on these go- these kids, these very suspected kids? And then on top of that, why don't you put all the pharmaceuticals and video games that they play together? And now there's this correlation between pharmaceuticals, antidepressants, and video games. These kids are all basically all playing video games. Now you throw on this, this voice of God. And how... And how many times have you thought something and then an ad comes up on your Facebook or your phone or any, all that? I know you don't you don't necessarily have
1: a phone, right? Like oh, I've never owned a cell phone.
0: You've never owned a cell phone. File. You're like, yeah, you're such an interesting person. I <laughs> love it so much. But you hear people over and over again that they just think something and it pops up on I've heard the about that.
1: I've heard about that. that That's face- interesting. That's interesting, yeah.
0: Right now, Facebook, this is an article. When's this article come out? I'm trying to see when the article came out. It doesn't quite say. Oh, uh, well, April I, 2017. Six, Facebook has 60 people working on how to read your mind. That was two years ago almost.
1: Yeah, I've heard about that where you, um, you know, order something or you uh, say something and, well, it, it listens to what you say, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's, I mean, I, I can I can believe that. You know?
0: Yeah, I mean, you can see stuff, you can remote I can believe that. Why can't your <laughs> cell phone
1: basically do that? Um. But, you know, there's a lot of things that happen in the world and stuff, and um, all that really matters to me is just, you know, stuff you, right in front of me, you know? Right, like, well,
0: that's exactly <laughs> what you could do. People always go to me, Sam, why are you acting so crazy? Well, you know, you're into these conspiracy theories. Like, doesn't it drive you nuts. Doesn't it make you, you know, lose your mind? I go, no, because I, I'm not trying to change any of it. The only thing I think I could change is what's in front of me how I treat people. You know, I got this new thing where I try to do three nice things for strangers without any expecting any, you know, them doing anything for me. And that's kind of how I operate. I don't want any reciprocation. I just want to do it for, and to help people. Like I, you know, push someone's car. I did that the other day. I bought this homeless guy, you know, lunch at McDonald's when everybody was ignoring him, you know, say something nice to somebody, cheers him up. Like that's kind of what I, how I operate. So I control what's in, Front of me and not like, you know, not try to think I gotta take down this and take down that. I just enjoy talking about it on this show.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know,
0: I loved it, dude. (laughs) I love this. Aaron, what is your thoughts on this whole thing? Uh, uh, On clairvoyance? Yeah. Yeah, you in the clairvoyance? No. Nothing at Uh, all. You don't believe in ESP? It'd be nice, but I don't think. Like, it, like Brent, it's like... Are you calling, telling Brent cool. he's a liar? Because he it, it says is, he can remote view. You're calling well, him a I mean, liar? You know,
1: I've had interesting results, you know? Yeah, I mean, it would be very interesting. But
0: do uh, I think people actually can? Uh, and
1: by the way, I think all of it's fun to, fun to listen, you know, talk about, fun to think about, you know what I mean? But uh, at the end of the day, it's just like I just do with what's... I just go off of, you know, what's in front of me, you know? Like, I just go off of, you know... My interactions no, with the people. No, I
0: get it. I get it. I get but, it. But I mean,
1: it's fun to think about. It's fun to, it's okay, you know. okay, dude.
0: You, you have a power and you're afraid
1: of it. That's all. <laughs> That's all it is, man. It's, you can have anybody. corrupts. This power, power corrupts. the power that I have, everybody has this power. Just by the way, you know, and if, if anybody wants to exercise that power, you can do it too.
0: I think you're not giving yourself enough uh, uh, credit oh, for I, being I, such I, a I great honestly. sidekick.
1: I honestly do not have any special power. If there is any power, it's something that anybody can exercise, and uh, yeah, well, uh, uh, you just you do have to have. I mean, I'm just saying, if this is a real like a real thing, it, you have to have a disciplined mind to not, th- you know, have to train yourself to not think, you know, which is a very kind of meditative idea, I think, you know,
0: for sure.
1: Like the idea of just not thinking. I think that's actually that's actually one kind of thing that is kind of neat about remote viewing is uh, the idea of training yourself to not. You know, just to to not think, you know, because right. we're always thinking all the time. Right, I mean, right. I'm I'm always thinking. You know, people are, especially comedians. You know, they're super neurotic, right? For sure. But to be in a mental state where you're just not thinking at all, you're just to have a completely clear head. I mean, that's that's what meditation is. I, I guess, love right? meditation. And that's kind of neat. You know that 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 remote viewing, legitimate or not, is this also this sort of practice of meditation basically you know
0: i love remote i love meditation I, it's almost like in star trek you know when when the, they go warp speed and you just see the, light, the like all the lights go that's how it is when i get started in meditation my mind's going crazy and then i just hit that moment and it just and you know when the the the, the enterprise stops and it's just stillness
1: yeah, you know, I can relate to this. The the um, I don't meditate, you know, but uh, but when I'm trying to fall asleep, I start to just focus on you know how when your eyes are closed, you see st- kind of you see stuff sort of right. you know you just right. sort of see weird things. Yeah, I just sort of start to focus on those things, these abstract, you know, dots and whatever, you know, the, the abstract visuals that you see when you close your eyes. You focus on that, and then. That starts to take over and before I know it I'm not well I'm certainly not thinking about anything real anymore I'm or I'm just not I'm, I'm thinking I'm only just seeing abstract things and before I know it I'm asleep yeah you know? yeah
0: I mean that's great I mean some people have to masturbate to go to sleep you do that Aaron when you just can't sleep you gotta tug one off when your old lady's snoring all right all right no <laughs> Weinbach one more time tell them where they can find all your stuff
1: uh, okay Amazon Prime please check out the special Dude, appealing to the mainstream listen I,
0: i've it, had other people on this show and i always tell you go for, and they're all wonderful i can guarantee you this you watch this guy special it is well worth it you will be so entertained. he is literally one of my favorite comics to watch and i'm telling you you will not be disappointed by watching this guy he is so unique and it's, like, such a honor. Like, I always enjoy gigging with you. I don't like following you, but I like to gig with you. And uh, you guys got to check it out. What's
1: the name of it again? Appealing to the mainstream, you know? So, yeah, the thank you. Thank you. And it's, um, you know, it's if you have Amazon Prime, it's free. You can watch it for free on Amazon Prime. Um, and uh, there's the dates on the East Coast coming up uh, October 11th through the 14th. And you can see those dates and find ticket links on various social media things and of mine, you know, just Go, search my name. Brent the- Just Brent Weibach. You f- search for it. You'll find everything, you know, but, uh, but yeah, you know, um, those are the things to check out, you know? Yeah. Well
0: guys, I want to say thank you so much. I'm sorry I stumbled with some of my, r- my reading and my words. Uh, I had a lot going on today. I'm trying the best I can to put out the best show I can. I hope you guys enjoy it. The show is a process. It's only going to get better. I have more and more. Uh, I'm going to be bringing in some people to work with me on some stuff. you got to try
1: some remote viewing. Uh, dude. You should I, do it on the show, maybe. We'll try it. We'll try Do it, it. on the show. Yeah, have a session on the show. I'll come back. I'll set a target up for you. Learn how to do it online. We'll Uh, we'll do a session live. I'm in. I just realized that's something you should do, especially if you already have, uh, you know, if you feel you have a uh, a tendency towards this kind of, you know, seeing, you know, these kind of things, premonitions and things. I
0: love it, dude. I love it. Thank you, Weinbach. You're the best. Thank you, Aaron. We'll see you guys all soon. Take care.